I hold in my hand a new story that mentions the new service too often. The new service is Reuters New Service. We are uh, Mockery Rocks. We're not a news service. We're not a news source. But we give you some news stories. We are a commentator. We make comments. And we find the absurdities. I hope, I hope, I hope. This thing that I hold in my hand says, The company behind Donald Trump's social media application, Truth Social, struggled to hire technical types of people because they didn't trust them. Truth Social launched on the App Store, and as soon as it said the App Store... I thought they were talking about the Apple App Store, so I looked at it and I couldn't find Truth Social on the Apple App Store. Maybe it came and went. I don't know. The app's launch was beset with technical difficulties and many users were shunted onto a waiting list When they tried to sign up, three sources familiar with Trump media and technology groups' operations told Reuters news service that the company avoided hiring any left-wing type people, a requirement which significantly narrowed the choice of technical candidates, candidates who knew what they were doing, basically. Let's put it this way. I, Patrick Boggs, uh, am old. I cannot remember the beginning of World War II, but I can remember from a study of history that the President of the United States at that time said a day that will live in infamy. Talking about the United States getting into World War II, which was prompted by the bombing of a territory because you know, of course, that Hawaii was not yet a state, just a territory. And the country that bombed it was the country where I now live. But politically, it was totally different at that time. The reason I bring that up is because, according to where you are, The day would be Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm not sure, but at any rate, the last of June might be a day that would live in infamy because of one young lady's testimony before a congressional committee a year and a half 
after the deadly U.S. Capitol insurrection, the most memorable recounting of former President Donald Trump's behavior on that day came from a young woman who had graduated from college just a couple of years earlier. Not a couple of years prior to that insurrection, but a couple of years prior to her hiring. Considered carefully her hiring based on you know, party affiliation, how she felt about the administration before the administration got to that famous day. The lady's name, Cassidy Hutchison. She gave two hours of testimony on national television that cast Trump as enraged by efforts to keep his armed supporters from attending his speech before, before many marched to the Capitol and her boss at the time, Mark Meadows, as unwilling to confront the president and staring unresponsively at his portable telephone. We don't say if it was the same brand that I use. Was it an iPhone? He just stared, having once shed tears of joy after getting a White House internship, Hutchison is now in her mid-twenties. She described how she grew disgusted by Trump's refusal to stop the rioters. And in a single afternoon, she went from being a former junior White House staffer to the high-profile star witness that she suddenly became. It all happened so quickly. So I quickly, very quickly, went to Wikipedia. The recent articles on Cassidy Hutchison are actually more than what was on her Wikipedia page. She would have been really almost nobody until she told the basic truth, the most basic truth that a truth teller could tell, the kind of truth that the man who invented, what's the name of his social media truth? Social media, he invented that and he's afraid of the truth. That's truth. 
She described having been brought to tears when she received an email telling her she'd been accepted to a White House internship program, which is or was, I suppose, totally different from any program that included another intern by the name of Monica. As a first-generation college student being selected to serve as an intern alongside some of the most intelligent and driven students from across the nation, many of whom attend top universities, was an honor and a tremendous growing experience, she is quoted in a profile published by her alma mater, which is such a university that no one outside the geographical area would have ever heard of it had it not been made famous by this truth teller. And the name of the university is... Christopher Newport University in Newport News of Virginia. I call myself Pat or Patrick Boggs. I don't, even though I did for a short while, call myself a Rocky's dad because Sometimes we want a special name in broadcasting, and I thought it could apply also to podcasting. But but I was voted down on that, not by Rocky himself, but by his elder half-brother in the USA. So I am Pat. I am Patrick. I am the old guy doing the radio show in Shizuoka, Japan, and doing the podcast Mockery Rocks. We, my younger son and I, are preparing to go to the USA, and as we get on the big jet airliner, we will be wearing protective masks because we know there is a pandemic. Many people want to say there was a pandemic. Tokyo Metropolitan Government reported 3,803 new coronavirus cases, up by a 1,000 or more from the previous day. The number of infected people hospitalized with severe symptoms in Tokyo is five, unchanged from Tuesday, health officials said. The nationwide figure is 50, but that's the nation of Japan from which we will be leaving and will be going to the world champion. By the world champion, I mean the champion. The world champion means the most deaths. No other country, not even some country with many, many more people in their population have as many deaths from the disease as the USA. 
And I think about that as I get ready to travel. Thank you for listening to this rock of mockery.